Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got three things on the Colleen and Bradley show that we think you need to hear in order to be in the know today. Lucky you. It's My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And on our show, we call those three things we think you need to hear in order to be in the know the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things at 1203. That's the magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. It's the magic number. Hey, um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm about to ruin your day. Oh, wait, no, I'm not because nobody cares. So Dancing with the Stars started. Did you know this? No. I thought it was like this summer. Right? I didn't know it started last night. Like no fanfare. We have fallen down on the pop culture job, but the new season of Dancing with the Stars premiered last night. It's a short one. So two couples got eliminated, and here they're learning it. The couple who is safe is... Tanya and Sasha. Whoa! They're safe. And that means Johnny and Emma and Jamie and Artem have to leave the competition. That means very little to me. Uh, it doesn't mean nothing to you. Okay, so that's the first episode of Dancing with the Stars. Athletes! So, Colleen. Yeah, that actually made me care less, but I more. Why do you think it is that we totally dropped the ball on this particular... By the way, Johnny Damon is an, a retired American professional baseball player. I don't think we dropped the ball on it, Bradley. Seriously. I put all blame on Dancing with the Stars. I think they d- dropped the ball. They dropped the pop culture ball on this. No pun intended. See what I did there? Because it's all athletes. Uh-huh. And they dropped the ball. Jamie Anderson, by the way, is an American snowboarder. But why do you think they dropped the ball? Because nobody, I mean, I'm not saying nobody cares about the sports people. But th- there's what they've done well in the past is that there's been somebody for everybody, right? You were a sports fan. You had a couple old sports people. You were a Disney channel fan. You had a couple Disney people. You were an eighties, uh, you know, TV show junkie. Something you had a everyone. couple, but there was something for everybody. Okay. Sorry. I was talking too much. No, you weren't. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm just making a point that, um, now I, now I, 
Continue, because now I no. I was just saying there used to be something for everybody, and now there's now there's just it's all sports. Okay, nobody matters to me. So the the frustrating thing is, yes, like there's there's nobody if you're not a particular sports fan. But I think to me, and it's interesting. So earlier in the show, um, or I shouldn't say earlier in the show, earlier in the day, um, I heard Dawn talking about the fact that she loves this because everybody is equally. Uh, capable of performing, you know, because they're mm-hmm. athletes, right? Mm-hmm. So they're all athletic. They can dance. And she doesn't think it's fair normally when they throw up somebody like Shaka Khan mm-hmm. with like a professional athlete. But see, that to me is what makes Dancing with the Stars fun to watch. Absolutely. Is that you've got some really crappy <laughs> Talent, uh, athletic people versus people that you're like, okay, well, they're going to win, but still, at least you're giving me some shock account. Or there's, or there's somebody who you who when they start, you're like, oh, they remind me of what was his name, the Mango, when he Chris first Kattan. Chris Catan. Remember how awful he was? Yeah. There are some people who start that awful, Gary and then Busey. turn into something you can't even believe, and they make it even farther. Yeah, I like it when there's a little variety because you know why? Variety is the spice of life. It's true. Might as well end on that. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so yesterday, NSYNC was awarded their brand new shiny Walk of Fame star. And Ellen was there to help introduce. And um, she kind of decided to turn it into a little bit of a roast by putting them all in their categories. But ultimately, it was a celebration of NSYNC. Of course, the band is made up of the cute one, the bad boy, the sensitive one, the sexy one, and Joey. Poor Joey. They, of course... They rocketed to fame and stole the hearts of teenage girls everywhere and some curious boys. I am happy that you're being honored today. Look at the people who love you and support you. You've inspired all of these people. Congratulations to all of you and Joey. Okay, have you seen (laughs) pictures from this? No. Okay, can I show you something? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Just went away. Okay. Yes. Here. What's just like, what jumps right out at you when you see the, the picture of the five members of InSync joining together for their walk of fame, um, the unveiling of their new star? What yep. is the first thing that you go, oh, wow, that's interesting. Four out of the five have facial hair. Can we get uh, can we get JC Chazé into a great clips? Can somebody call oh, ahead? His long hair. What is you that? don't like that? Not I like his all. long hair. No, it looks good on him. It's a little dark. It's a little too much dye in it. Perhaps no, a little magician-y. I just I he's that's what it is. He looks a little too magiciany. Is it because of the red shoes? I didn't even notice his shoes. I never even got down there. Um, but otherwise, like Chris Kirkpatrick, he looks exactly the same. Lance Bass looks like he's living his best life right now. And, you know, we see Justin Timberlake all the time. So who cares? Um, and Joey Fatone. He's Joey. Yeah. I mean, he even looks good. Honestly, I think he looks great with the salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. I think he looks really handsome. But yeah, the JC, I like, I don't know where he went. 
all of a sudden. I mean, honestly, those are not na- uh, naturally attractive men. Like, if you just saw them on the street generally, you're not going to be that moved by their looks, which is kind of fascinating if you think about it, because they and I'm sure women are now screaming to the phones to like, you know, like, oh, I love him. Justin Timberlake, how dare you say that? But you know what? You're right. If I saw Justin Timberlake at Southdale, I would keep, I mean, now I would be like, Justin Timberlake. But yeah. like, if but you weren't Justin, he's Justin Timberlake. Right. If yeah. you weren't, I would be like, oh. But it's fascinating to me that like one of the hottest boy bands of all time is full of a bunch of like, meh. But you know, it's kind of actually fun <laughs> I mean, to play that. I mean, I'm not that. one to talk. I ain't saying I am pretty puss either, but. But isn't it fun to play that exercise with like all kinds of celebrities? Like really think about it. Like if you ran into, I'm trying to think of, I'm looking at the man wall right now. There are a lot of hot men. I'm just saying with them in particular, it's interesting because the whole notion of a boy band is that you've got five heartthrobs or six. How many of there's five five of them? Yeah. Five heartthrobs, but really they're not very throbby, right? I mean, no. I'm trying to think of the other boy bands, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Are they more attractive? No. No, you're absolutely right. No. There's some kind of funky looks going on. What about like 98 Degrees? Yeah, definitely hotter, right? Because <laughs> I feel like they were, Nick, but less talented. Is you that know what Nick I mean? Lachey? Yeah, that's Nick Lachey yeah. and our friend. His brother. No, yeah, Drew. Drew <laughs> also, but who's our friend? The guy, we've had him on. He has a strip group. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Timmons. Timmons. Yeah. 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 And he's he's uh, definitely a looker. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cuter, but number not more talented. Number one. Moving on. Numero Here's three. what we have for you behind door number three. Hotness. All right. Uh, this is the most important thing you need to hear today uh, as you or the third, whatever. Cosby, uh, the Cosby trial, of course, is over. We are now hearing from the people involved. And yesterday we told a story uh, of one of the jurors and what led to his decision to feel that Cosby was, in fact, guilty. Well, let's listen. In his own words, he was on Good Morning America yesterday. What was the evidence that made you sure, beyond a reasonable doubt, that he was guilty? I think it was his deposition, really. Ms. Cosby admitted to giving these quaaludes to women, young women, in order to have sex with them. But when you entered the room for the first time, were you sure that he was guilty? No. So what then made the difference for you once you started deliberating? Hearing everyone's comments about certain pieces of evidence and going through the different counts. So you don't feel even now that it was an open and shut case? No. So um, that was one particular juror talking to Harrison yesterday on Good Morning America, talking about how, as we reported yesterday, that it was Cosby's own words that got him convicted. But what I found interesting was that he, you know, admits, I mean, rightly, that he walked into the trial not feeling that Bill Cosby was guilty. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously, as he went through the trial, was able to come up to that conclusion, but. I think the thing that I've found difficult to understand all along is the fact that we were aware of that deposition like a couple years ago um, when we first started, when when those rumors started bubbling up again of all these women who had claimed to have been drugged and raped by Bill Cosby. As all of that stuff started to bubble up, there was a conversation about that deposition wherein Bill Cosby says, yes, I have given women quaaludes to relax them so I could have sex with them. And I, I, I would hear, I, we all heard that, or I thought we all heard that, and I wondered how people could still defend him when he had admitted it. I understand that the jury had to kind of go in 
a little bit well, differently. But just the general public, I thought we all knew. It's just a good reminder that 90% of the world is not paying attention to anything that we this say. That's true. This so, true. woo, three more hours for you. Yay. <laughs> Sell it. Um, okay, now when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to have a little dirt alert with. I almost said Holly. It's not you today, right? It's Elizabeth Reese. Nope, Elizabeth Reese is bringing the dirt in from Hollywood. And we'll talk to her after this on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has hauled all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Are we going to have time to get through all today. of it? Never. We never have we never time do. to get through all of it because there's so much to talk about. Um, let's start with Kanye West. Oh, okay? mm-hmm. this is oh wait, the- hold on. I actually, I like to introduce any conversation of Kanye West, please. Thusly. Scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. No, we should do that anytime there's a news scoop. Yeah, there you go. It's a scoopity poop. That is really funny. Sorry. Okay. You can just rebrand your whole segment, Elizabeth, called instead of the dirt alert, the scoopity poop. This is brilliant. Yeah. I've been You're looking, welcome. I'm ready for Kanye. a rebrand. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. What about what's going on with Kanye today? Okay, so Con, uh, Kanye says that Taylor Swift was one of the factors that caused his nervous breakdown in 2016. Oh, so it's her fault. The aftermath of exposing her and how it affected his radio play. He admitted that he wanted major radio play as one of the most popular artists in the world, and he says the fact that he simply wasn't getting it after he released Life of Pablo was messing with his head. And then he also said that the departure of L.A. Reid from Universal Music might have affected his radio dynamic. But he says it was one of the many stressors in his life at that point. Okay, so he released an interview with Charlemagne the God on Tuesday today. Um, we ha- when was the last time we talked about the feud between Kanye and Taylor? I'll tell you. I have an answer. When? When Taylor Swift was releasing her album. Yeah. So this is something that the two of them need to stop, which is bringing this storyline back up when they're trying to sell something to us. That's mm-hmm. what they're doing. I don't care. I know. I don't care. Exactly. I don't care. That you is got that on the button bar? Scoopity poop. Play that. I, I don't think I have. Holly, Holly might have that one. The, I don't care. Uh, but seriously. The no, whole Kanye. Cool. Let it go. Yeah. And then his tweets are just. It's all so it's um, really, sadly attention seeking. Well, and it's all just really yeah, it's it's attention seeking. It's sad. It's basic. Like agreed. There's agreed, nothing. Agreed. There's nothing profound mm-hmm. in anything that he said, unless perhaps you were like uh, in your first like college class, going like, "Whoa, I hadn't thought of that before." Mm-hmm. Well, congrats. Yeah. The rest yeah. of us have been over here with that information for years. I feel like I there it is. Thank, Thank you. you. That's how we reply to Kanye. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't even. I was gonna say something, and I've decided I don't want to. Anymore. Oh, good for you! Scoopity poop. Look, poopity scoop. Mm-hmm. I poop. do have a sad update on Avicii and um, mm. and how he died. And oh, you know, I'm not, I, yeah, I know Ooh. it's really hard. I'm just only going to tell you because it's all over all of the yeah, yeah. websites um, that he uh, Avicii died by suicide. And many sources familiar with the circumstances are saying that he took his own life and the. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Method of death was a shard of glass that mm. caused bleeding that it's he inflicted awful. the fatal wound upon himself. I know. Oh, it's just awful. I, yeah, it's just awful. It's awful. And you, you know, just even hearing those details, you have a different understanding of the like desperation and the magnitude of pain. Yeah. Uh, it just breaks my heart. It's a struggle because I feel like you don't want to talk about that and you don't want to say what those details are. But then at the same time, I feel like that that is what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad truth of what happened. Yeah. And I mean, if we don't acknowledge how terrible it is mm -hmm. and how do we do better the next time with yeah. people in our lives mm -hmm. that are struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. um, NBC staffers apparently felt pressured to sign a letter defending Tom Brokaw. Here is what uh, Page Six is reporting today. That female staffers at NBC News are complaining. They felt like they were under huge pressure to sign this women's letter defending Tom Brokaw against sexual harassment allegations. Um, former colleague Linda Vester claimed he groped and assaulted her in the 90s, plus an anonymous assistant alleged he had made unwanted advances. And I think there's a third woman, too, that the Daily Mail is talking about. Um, and... Then more than 115 women signed a letter hailing Tom Brokaw as a man of tremendous decency and integrity. But one staffer is saying we felt forced to sign it. We had no choice, particularly the lower level staffers. The letter was being handed around the office and the unspoken threat was that if your name was not on it, there would be some repercussion down the road. Executives are watching to see who signed and who didn't. This was all about coming Ooh. out in force to protect NBC's golden boy. The network's reputation is tied to Brokaw. If more women come forward, that's a big problem. Yeah, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure out that like, uh, and Megyn Kelly said it best, like you don't know what you don't know. So mm -hmm. going out there and putting right. your neck on the line uh, for somebody that you, you I just, know hoped the best. We'd right. all like to know that you Tom can Brokaw say that that person things. was decent and to you. But how does that mean that he was decent to anybody? I mean, yeah. you just don't know that. Well, you know, that's the thing. That's exactly the thing is that there, you know, in any case where somebody has done something unsavory, which is, I think, putting it mildly when we're talking about some of the allegations against some people in Hollywood even Harvey Weinstein, there were people in his life that he was caring toward, right? Yeah. And so you can only speak to your own relationship with that person. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like, I'm sure Jeffrey Dahmer's mom thought he was a really good kid. Well, it's just very true. I mean, I, I just don't understand this mentality at NBC when they're saying that they've shifted and that they're taking these types of allegations so seriously, but then passing out a letter and having women sign it and say that they support Tom Brokaw it's just that's just a very misguided use of time like mm -hmm. that's not solving the problem mm -hmm. at all no in the meantime uh, Tom Brokaw was spotted leaving NBC News uh, there's a woman named Mary Reinholtz who wrote about her alleged experience with Tom Brokaw in The Villager claiming that in 1968 he made an unwanted pass at her during a visit to her home in Laurel Canyon now I don't know the details on that and I mean again we're in a tricky time because 
how many, I mean, Colleen, you're a woman. There have mm-hmm. been many times when you've been out and about and you've had unwanted attention. Does that mean that it was harassment? Right. If you're not reciprocating the feelings of somebody else, mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean it's harassment. It's a very well, tricky you know, it's situation. one of those things where our the time we are in has has lent context to stories of our past, if that makes sense. Right. In a number of different ways. The conversations of today mm-hmm. will lend context to things that have happened in the past. Yes. And wh- that's kind of what we're in the middle of sifting through. I know. And sifting through like what's appropriate. I, there are times, though, when I think when I as we have these conversations, I think about like seeing a group of guys on a street and being walking down that street and bracing yourself for what's probably going to yeah. come when you're walking down the street. I mm-hmm. mean, every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the thing that frustrates me the most, we'll have to wait for another conversation. Wow. Oh, that was good. Yeah, and we'll have that conversation at the top of the one o'clock hour. Yeah. I so told Elizabeth, you I wouldn't get through you. all my dirt. Yeah, well, good fails. news. We've got plans. <laughs> thank you, Elizabeth Reese. You can catch her next alert at 520 and see her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock. Now, when we come back, we do need a caller for our 30-second pop culture challenge, 651-641-1071. That is the number to call if you want to play. 30 seconds, five questions. My you can win a prize. Everything. How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Entertainment. We've got 30 seconds. We're going to give you five questions. If you answer them all correctly, you will win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show at, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call this fun game our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's to play in the Colleen and what are they playing for? We've got Reba on the line. Reba McIntyre. I know, isn't it exciting? Wow, I love your music. What is she playing for, Halls? A four-pack of passes to see an advanced screening of the movie Show Dog starring Will Arnett at the Rosedale AMC Theater. Reba, Reba, Bobiba, are you ready? <laughs> I am as ready as I'll ever be. Okay, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Who? Okay. Who is the current host of The Price is Right? Uh, Drew Carey. Richard Hatch was the winner of the first season of what reality show? Uh, Pat. Marty McFly is the main character of what film franchise? Back to the Future. King Kong is a giant kind of what animal? Technically ape. Grimace is a mascot for which fast food McDonald's. brand? Oh, we gotta go back. Richard Hatch was the winner of the first season of what reality show? Uh, Reba! Reba! We were so close. What did you say? Survivor? I don't know. I've never heard of that name. Oh my gosh. You know what? You got it right on the buzzer, Reba. You got it. We'll give it to you. And it was Survivor. You You are absolutely correct. You know why? Because you're a survivor, Reba. Yes, Reba, you are a survivor. So uh, thank you for playing today. That was kind of amazing. She won a pair of movie passes to see Show Dog. With Will Arnett. I bet Reba's life will be changed. She will remember this moment. She probably will. So thank you, Reba, for playing. And uh, if you want to play tomorrow, we do it every day at at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. All right. And when we're done with that, we move on to solving mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly Roberts has brought for us in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do 
with a former A-list, mostly television actress who is probably A-list in movies. Okay. The person does a little bit of TV, a little bit of movies. A little bit of column A, a little bit of Exactly. Considered A minus. Here's your blind item. This former A minus list, mostly television actress who is probably A minus list in the movies, is ticked because she thinks her PR people are doing a lousy job of trying to make her publicity idea for a new movie go viral. Even the suck up tabloids are meh when writing about it. Hmm. So there's some dumb viral movie idea. Well, she wants the idea for her movie to go viral. However, she believes that her public relations people are doing a really bad job handling her social media right now. Interesting. I don't know why this probably isn't real or or true, but the first person who sprung to mind was Reese Witherspoon. Although she probably is more A-ish. Here's a hint for you, Colleen. Mm -hmm. This person wishes she was Reese Witherspoon. Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> no. Blake Lively. Oh, I saw go. this headline this morning because Blake Lively has deleted all of her social media. Okay, say it all uh, to us. <laughs> Do wow. the thing where you tell and us stuff. stuff. Okay. I'm going to tell you some stuff about Blake Thank Lively. You. She is ticked. Because she thinks her PR people are doing a lousy job of trying to make her publicity idea for a new movie go viral. Even the suck-up tabloids are mad when writing about it. Yeah, okay. see, just because Kanye West has done it doesn't mean it's going to work Blake Lively you. is just kind of meh. Yeah, she's wallpaper. Uh-huh. No, I know that's well, terrible listening. to say, but okay, wallpaper. Yes. <laughs> but I hope yeah. Blake Lively isn't yeah. listening. Wallpaper is decorative. It can be beautiful. but yeah. It's really hard to get off. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's really awkward. That Sorry, Blake. Very strange. But I mean, she's beautiful. That's she Ryan is lovely Reynolds to look like. Lady, right? Look at yes. yes. Yeah. I just don't know. Lifestyle like, brand wannabe. I haven't seen a lot of substance from her. You know, um, and that's not a judgment on her character. Are you okay over there? I just—he's renovating the studio. I'm right renovating. Now. <laughs> no, I was trying to move my chair because I have some leg issues and I'm trying to stretch them out. Okay. Um. Whatever makes you comfortable in this moment. I just feel like she's one of those people who has a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of great, not really great ideas. And is like, if only people would understand. Right. Like, you know, with her lifestyle brand, with her career. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we're not falling for it. Moving right along. Our next blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a permanent A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Think about a permanent A-list, mostly movie actress Mm -hmm. who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee. Here's your blind item. Over the weekend, once again, this permanent A-list, mostly movie actress who is an Academy Award winner slash nominee was asked about the child molesting director and once again, he took his side. Uh, oh, it's an it's actor. A, it's once again she took his side, right? I'm guessing, because I, I was going to say Diane Keaton. Okay, oh, okay. The typo so, was from Anti Lawyer. That's okay. You no, know, we'll blame Anti Lawyer for that. Anti yeah, Lawyer doesn't have a good copywriter. But I figured because she's been doing press for the um, for that movie book club. Uh, that probably somebody was bound to ask her, yeah. and somebody apparently did, and she apparently stood her ground. Okay, let's fill in the blank on that again. 
Here we go. Over the weekend, Diane Keaton was asked about Woody Allen, and once again, she took his side. I mean, I, yeah, I just don't know that I'd be in that unpopular opinion yeah, place. I mean, I don't want to say in her defense, but from her perspective, one imagines that she's at a point in her career in life where she doesn't care what you think. Yeah, probably. And I don't mean you. No, I'm I know the world. Everyone. Yeah. When, so, and like, what is she concerned that people will, you know, not put her in their movies? I mean, uh, Woody Allen's still making movies, yeah. so I feel like she's going to be fine. Um, it's sad, mm-hmm. but you know, to each their own. True that. Moving on. All righty. Blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with a reality family and a celebrity. A reality family and a celebrity. Here's your blind item. I'm guessing that the truth of the ongoing affair and possible pregnancy of the current mistress is what finally caused the turn of events yesterday between this reality family and this celebrity who seems to be going down in flames like so many who came into the orbit of the family. Black China. Oh, I was going to go Tristan Thompson. Bradley? Oh. Colleen? Interesting. All right, tell us, uh, tell us more. Filling in the blank for you. I'm guessing the truth of the ongoing affair and possible pregnancy oh, tr- of affair, the current... sorry. What, what did you think? No, was I was that? just doing the math in yeah. my head that the affair was the thing that clearly means it is Tristan yeah. because mm-hmm. Black China was not having an affair. Yeah, right. so the uh, Tristan Thompson's current mistress is what finally caused the turn of events yesterday between the Kardashian and Jenner family and Tristan Thompson who seems to be going down in flames like so many who came into the orbit of the Kardashian Jenners. Okay, so I I'm guessing that the turn of events that they're referring to is the fact that uh Kim etc unfollowed him on social media. Yeah. Is that like the I, that is the turn the of events. big, gigantic, seismic shift that we should be paying turn attention to in the Kardashian world? Yes. Okay. I think so. Also, <clears throat> Tristan Thompson broke his Instagram silence yesterday, so now he's active on social media. So, of course, the Kardashians had to unfollow him. Mm. What, what, what did he do or say to break his silence? He broke his silence. He put up a picture of himself playing on the basketball court with the caption, what an atmosphere in the queue. Great win. Hashtag on to the next one. All right. Okay. Okay. So that could uh, have a double meaning, but all righty. Mm-hmm. On to the next on one. On to the next one. On to the next one. Now, earlier in April, there were rumors that Tristan Thompson and the woman he was having an affair with, that she is pregnant. However, they were just uh, scuttling those rumors about at the time a couple weeks ago. However, if you're to believe this blind item, that is actually true. Really? And now the Uh, Kardashian-Jenners know the truth, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to have anything to do with Tristan Thompson anymore. Mm. If Um, you are to believe the blind item. I'm going to go ahead and say something. I, I can't say that I've ever been to his Instagram page, I mean, why would one? Uh, right. I, I wouldn't go there. But I do just want to say, it seems to me that if a relationship, a, a high profile relationship oh, are there no is pictures meaning, of the two of there's them? like one. Like, I should not have to scroll so much to see a picture of Tristan and Chloe on his Instagram if indeed they're in a healthy place in their relationship, right? Like, it just, that just seems interesting to me. There's that, one where they kiss, and then there's one from Halloween. And that's it. And then there's nothing. Nothing. N-I-R. Nothing yes. is real. And everyone smokes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
All right. Well, Tristan, you dirty dog. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I think now is an appropriate time to talk about the fact that the reason Bradley was tripped up on that last blind item is because there is another Kardashian adjacent who is expecting a baby. And as Bradley mentioned, it is Black China. I sang it. It I'm sorry. As as Bradley beautifully, melodically, Bradley, Bradley Bradley sang. Brad China. We'll talk about Black China's big news after this on My Talk 1071. You guys, big, huge Kardashian adjacent news on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com and we're everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's Bradley Trainer. I think we need to set up a new flowchart for the Kardashians because things are getting... It's a tangled web. Okay, go with me on this. Okay. It has been revealed yep. that Black China is pregnant again. Yeah, with her baby her daddy. New Literally boyfriend. her daddy who's a baby. He's a baby. He's 18 years old. Yep. Black China, by the way, not 18. She's 29, I think. She's 29 years old. Um, and reports are that her other two baby babies' fathers being... King Cobra. Kai- no, that's her son, is King... Oh, yeah. King... King Cairo. King Cairo. That's the child of Tyga. Tyga used to date. <laughs> no, I know. Go with me. Tyga used to date Kylie. Kylie. Kylie stopped Jenner. dating Tyga, but they were still kind of dating while Black China started dating Rob Kardashian. Then they had a baby together, and that baby is Dream. Well, now apparently Tyga and Rob are on the same team, and they're both mad about the fact that she's gone off and gotten pregnant by this 18-year-old, this 18-year-old um, rapper by the name of YBN Almighty J. Are you sure you're saying that right? No. It's not Ibn? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I know I sound like an old lady. Uh, now she's having a baby with him, and according to reports, Rob and Tyga are not happy because they think and oh by the way sit with this for a moment they think that this might be a calculated move okay how so i wouldn't put it past her this woman thinks well that's what i'm saying i'm saying 100 percent. it's a calculated move that's how she does things uh tyga thinks that china may have set up her new guy and planned to get pregnant with his baby since they started dating even though uh just he doesn't really say why I just kind of wonder if she doesn't have some sort of like, this is like kind of an income plan for her right now in the sense that, well, because she has a Kardashian baby, like, so she gets more, she gets like a discount. No, she's getting like, she's getting Kardashian money from Rob. Okay. Probably. I'm just feeling like she has, she is trying to align herself with people and then she stays eternally aligned with them. When she has a baby but with them. 18-year-old YBN almighty. Maybe she thinks he's up and coming. I don't know. I mean, maybe wait till that's what his got them ship into that sails mess. before you have babies. I, 
yeah, God only knows with that one, but right? it just seems like a chaotic life. Anyway, at, at this point, she has not confirmed the pregnancy, but this sure would explain, Bradley, the ring in the gas station parking lot and the proposal. Oh, yeah. No, we had talked about that, what, like last week mm-hmm. that she, or maybe two weeks ago even, or mm-hmm. three weeks? I don't know. Anyway, uh, we talked about the fact that she was engaged and we were like, yeah, maybe... That's a little too soon. Mm-hmm. And well, now we know why. Presumably he engaged her. Proposed. <laughs> when uh, finding out that she was pregnant. Yeah. If in, I mean, she hasn't confirmed they that. They don't do that. Just... I mean, like the Kardashians, people, these, you know, like celebrity wannabes, you have the baby first. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then you, you get, get engaged. Yeah. You may not ever, ever get married, That's but true. you do get engaged usually upon news of the baby. Anyway, so um, that is happening. So I know you're very excited about that because you are hoping to go to her baby shower. No, I just am like, I have a lot of feelings about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have a lot of feelings I about something? I have actually a lot of feelings about something. Can I share it with you? I wish it's you would. It's not as titillating, literally. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's way more titillating than Black China. Are you a fan of Doctor Who? Come on, what? Okay. I'm I'm a fan of you who you is a fan it? of Doctor Who. Play it while I tell people. Can you play it? Oh, I don't I don't even it's know. It's on where there it is. somewhere. Okay. You'll find it. And okay. if you don't, it's you can just make the noise. Okay. Uh Wow. Okay, so Doctor Who fans everywhere. Nobody see I did such a good job. I was like right on. No, you were great. And I think this is like third Doctor theme. Anyway. Doctor Who fans, the world over, classic Doctor Who fans, rejoice. Because on June 11th, the genesis of the Daleks will be appearing in theaters in the U.S. Let me translate for you. Because you have no idea what any of these words mean. No, I don't. Doctor Who, right? You know that. Like, a lot of kids out there are like, I love Doctor Who! Okay, well, we've been loving Doctor Who since a long time ago. Mm -hmm. There's classic Doctor Who, like classic Coke, and new Doctor Who, like new Coke, right? Mm -hmm. That didn't go so well. Right. But they're actually both great series. But this episode of Doctor Who that's going to play in theaters on June 11th goes all the way back to the 1970s with... What I would argue is the most important doctor of them all, Tom Baker. This is a episode of Tom Baker's Doctor Who series, okay, mm-hmm. when he was the doctor, mm-hmm. that deals with the genesis, that is the beginning, mm-hmm. the creation story of the Daleks. The Daleks! What are the Daleks again? The Daleks are these like half they robot use- things. Are they the robot things? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Exterminate. Okay. Exterminate. Yes. They used to, you have to go to the planet Scaro. We don't have enough time to do we the evolution. We can't get there in that, in this quick amount of time. But. It takes a while to get to the planet We could hop in the Scaro. TARDIS. We could hop in the TARDIS mm-hmm. and uh, go to the planet, planet Scaro. Planet. Planet Scaro. Just like Tom Baker did mm, in the Genesis yeah. of the Daleks. But what I, here's what I'm, let me translate it all okay, for you. Okay, thank you. Here's what it means. If you're a Doctor Who fan now or from the olden days, like all the other old nerds out there are like, yes, this is so amazing. And I don't have to explain anything. For the new nerds, if you love Doctor Who and you love the Daleks, this is going to tell you the whole story. And you're never going to get a chance to see it in theaters again. And I've never had the experience of watching an actual Doctor Who episode, an old Doctor Who Mm -hmm. episode in theaters. We've seen new ones now because... 
for whatever reason, the gods have looked down graciously upon nerds. It's a great day to be a nerd. It is totally a great day to be a Doctor Who nerd. Quick question. Yes, queen. Are the Daleks bad guys or good guys? Are you really asking that question? Yeah, I really am. They're evil. Okay, because I figured because they say exterminate. But then when you said fan of the Daleks, who are they trying to exterminate? So they're robots on the outside, but not Mm -hmm. really. That's just their exoskeleton. On the inside, there's some gobbledygook that used to be people. It's a long story. You'll learn it in Genesis of the Daleks. Uh, Where were we? Are they bad people? Are they bad things? Yeah, they're trying to take over the world. I mean, they're really misunderstood. If you want to get how I feel about my cat. Okay. Yeah, but people are like, he's mean, and I'm people. like, he's not mean, he's just misunderstood. But there's is your cat a Dalek? He might be, I don't know, I'll ask him. Does he go around with like a plunger on his uh, stomach going, exterminate? No, no, no. That he does weird it's things. Harvey Firestein in <laughs> Inside Genesis the of the Daleks. Anyway, this is a really big deal for old Doctor Who nerds specifically. I will tell you that it's a director's cut. What? I didn't know there was a director's cut. Oh, it's None of be us even knew better. This. Imagine, if you will, this is like you loving something. Grey's Anatomy. Lot. Like Grey's Anatomy and finding out that your favorite episode has a yeah. director's cut. And oh. you're going to be able to see it in a recliner at With Southdale. Or Showplace Icon and one other place I can't remember. June 10th. Genesis of the Daleks. Google it for more info. I'll put it on the website. That's awesome. All right. Thank you for that. When we come back, Tom Brokaw has replied to the allegations against him. And uh, I bet you guys are all dying to hear what he has to say. We'll tell you after this.